Today, we are going to dive into a topic about imitation, and I don't believe imitation's flattery at all. And we're going to talk about some ways that you can be inspired, but never imitate. Come listen. Welcome to the Behind Her Brand Podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. Every week, join Kimberly and her guest for inspiring interviews with passionate business builders, corporate leaders, and catalysts of change. Plus, we will be sharing business and career building strategies and tools that you can use to grow. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our Behind Her Brand podcast. And I am your host, Kimberly Deshaw Spencer. And before we jump into what we're going to share today, I wanted to give you guys a really fun update. Um, as I've shared with you guys before, Behind Her Brand isn't just about business women. We are also about career women. Um, we love learning about how women are building their, brand, their brands on both sides of the coin. So in the next couple of weeks, we are going to be interviewing some incredible women about how they're building their brands and what it takes to build their careers, their business, what they've learned about themselves, um, pitfalls they've encountered. We're going to be covering so many great topics. And I cannot wait to share that with you because I know most of our podcasts have been really business focused. Um, and that's because obviously I'm a businesswoman, <laughs> but we are going to be throwing in some incredible women that we're interviewing on the podcast side. And I cannot wait to introduce you to them. So if you have questions or if you have thoughts about and what you would love to see featured, reach out to us at info at behindherbrand.net. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So let's jump in what into what today is all about. And this is a subject area that I know many of you guys can relate to. And it's an area of frustration. It's an area of disappointment. Um, it's even an area of where you just sometimes want to go into a closet and just like scream like, oh my gosh, I don't get it. Why? Why do people do this? Um, I got a call a few weeks ago and I wish it was a call that I only had once, but I've had this call many, many times in my career. And I had a colleague that was so livid because she saw um, someone in her industry literally cut and paste things from her blog and repost them and use them in their training, use them even in their podcast, verbatim, use her information. And when she reached out to that person, um, the person was genuinely, um, what's the word I want to use? Sorry, if you will, in a sense, um, for using their content and their reasoning behind it was they were just so inspired. They love how this person said one thing. And so they said, well, we use only portions of it. And what she, what this person did was put their content, like at the beginning, use the colleague who called me content in the middle, and then they followed up with like their own conclusion. So in their mind, they didn't really steal um, or use, I should use the word, <laughs> all their content. And here's the reason why I wanted to talk about this today, because there's a big difference in being inspired, a big difference in loving someone's information, and this be another big difference in just simply taking it and using it as your own. And it was interesting because my colleague was so, so upset and asked him to take it down, obviously. But what it brought back to my members is a, it's a training I did once, and I wanted to share a little bit about that here today, because so often I have found when someone cut and pastes your content they like it. They know that it speaks to their audience, but oftentimes it's rooted in their own insecurities of not really knowing how to communicate their own value. And you may be like, well, Kim, that, this doesn't really fit me. Like I would never cut and paste someone's information. And you may not do that. I'm not saying that everyone here, anyone here would ever do that. But let me say this. I know 
that sometimes when you see someone being really successful in your field and you're seeing what they're saying, you kind of feel like, man, I would have said that, or that's what I want to say. And if I post that, then man, I'm gonna look like I'm copying them. And so how do I, how do I still do the same thing without it looking like I'm copying them? That's the core of what I want to talk about today, because here's the thing. Is there any information new under the sun? No. But is there different ways that you can present it? Yes. Is there different ways that you can explain information for people to understand? Absolutely. I have so many creative colleagues around me that can literally look at one topic. And if I ask all of them about that one topic, I would get incredibly different responses. And that's what people need from you. If you look at someone and they're talking about um, how to build a really, really incredible platform and the things that they're sharing with you are sharing with their audience fits what you would typically want to say. Instead of looking at that and feeling like, man, I can't say anything or man, I can't offer nothing to that because they have such a huge audience. People will assume X, Y, and Z. Instead, look at your experiences with the steps that they gave and ask yourselves, is there anything that you may have done differently? Maybe you have a different approach. Maybe you didn't go up the stairs to achieve what you did. Maybe you had to walk a different kind of winding journey and you learned different lessons in that process. Look at first and foremost, your own journey with what you built and look at the lessons that you learned. And then you look at how can you share those lessons? Okay. That is key. There are a million people that do exactly what I do. There are a million people that talk about brand voice, marketing strategy, branding strategy. Um, There are more people that are even more organized probably than I am. And I feel like I'm a pretty organized person, but there's people that are probably even 10 times more than I am. Um, There may be people that may be more creative, but none of them are me. None of them know my experiences. None of them have walked in my shoes. So how I present something, how I may um, create something, how I may want to um, work with people in that process is my own process, okay? There's a big difference in being inspired by someone and copying someone. And what my colleague called me about, I actually had that happen to myself a couple of times. I've had people call me and say, hey, I have this packet here. And in the middle of this packet has your name of your company, but this is not your company's event. So I'm just confused a little bit. And when they scan it over to me, I see that that person attended one of my workshops and literally cut and pasted my information. And like I said, it doesn't feel good. I don't believe in that adage that imitation is flattery. I don't think it's flattering. (laughs) I really don't. So I want to encourage you that if you ever feel like you don't know how to create your own content or you don't know how to... um come up with new and fresh ideas, stop and pause, take a note, I mean, take a notepad, get sticky notes, markers, whatever, whatever your process is, and literally write down your learning lessons, write down what your takeaways are from your own process. I have a colleague that posts these really incredible lists of things she learns throughout the week, okay, or sometimes every couple of weeks, and people love them, they love them. But those are her learning lessons. That Those are part of her journey, things that she's learning about herself as a woman, as a businesswoman, um, as a professional, as a team leader, all these different labels that she has on her. She writes down these different things and people are loving them. And they're all leadership principles in very, very many ways. So that's her process. She writes them down. I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing. Write down what you're learning. Write down your process. Write down, okay, how can I take what I'm learning or what I have learned and turn it into something that can help someone else in their journey? It doesn't have to look like the steps that someone has given. Or on the other side of the corn, 
a coin? <laughs> what if it is very similar to the same steps? Maybe your method of how you teach that is the difference. Maybe your method on how you walk someone through it is different. All those things right there allows you to create something in your own real space. Like I absolutely love training and development, but I'm somebody that does not like a huge crowd. I like my audience to be very, very small. I like to have maybe 40, 50 people in a room. And I love to do my trainings where we can walk around. My method is different than some. I also like taking women to the beach <laughs> and I love learning in a, an environment that's really creative and relaxing and, and um, enjoyable. And that's my process because that's what I do for myself. I love being able to be in places that encourage me and inspire me. So your method may be different and it may not look the same. And that is one of your points of differentiation. Okay. So I'll end it on this. If you take nothing away from this podcast, be inspired. It's okay to look at people in your industry and be like, man, they're doing a really great job. It's okay to say, you know, I love that they use a lot of color. Look at your own stuff and ask yourself, is there anything visually I can do different? You may say, I love how they word things and how they're engaging. Well, that may fit that person's personality. Look at your content and ask yourself, does my voice come through? Maybe you're funny. Maybe you're silly, and but 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 in a way that people love, and they're like, "Oh man, you make me laugh," but they also still get the point of your messaging. Um, or maybe you're not that. Maybe you're more serious, and you you love to give a lot of good content, research, information, whatever that might be. But your audience may love that because you may have an audience that absolutely loves to dig into material like that. Um, whatever it might be, because you're you're drawn to what you're seeing around you. Look at your content and content. Look at your branding. And ask yourself, is my branding attractive? Is it like creating people to want to, you know, look at my stuff? Ask yourself that question. Because inspiration is always something that we all need, right? As long as it doesn't cross over to a place where it starts making you feel like you are deficient in an area. If nothing else, it should inspire you to say, well, let me look at my stuff. Like, am I coming through? Is my content engaging? Am I making it fun? Am I making it this? Am I making it that? Whatever this and that is for your branding and your voice, ask yourself if you're presenting the same thing. And then the last question is when you're looking at everything, ask yourself, am I keeping the attention of my audience? Because whenever you see someone is growing and building, they're thriving, their audience are so engaged, it's because they're constantly making sure that their audience is fed. They're making sure that they bring a lot of lot of, lot of food to the table um, and making sure that people are able to take what they're giving and grow from it. So then you look over at your information and your branding and what you're building and ask yourself, am I creating something that people like, man, I haven't, I, I need to go back to this website. I need to go back to her blog. I need to go check out her social media. Like I need to be connected in some way, some fashion. I need to be connected. Are you generating that? Because typically when someone ever feels that they have to take something from someone, to me, is that they're trying to borrow an experience. They're trying to borrow an expertise that they have not walked through and they have not lived. So whenever you try to replicate that, it's very hard to replicate it. It just is. You can paste it, you can post it, you can print it out, you can send it out to people, but it's going to be a hard thing to teach something you haven't walked through. Okay? So you want to make sure that your inspiration fuels you and doesn't deplete you. And the last and final thing that I'll say is this. If you really want to be inspired, 
Don't look necessarily only at the people in your industry. Look in under it, other industries. I love, love, love looking into other industries and seeing how they do things because it fuels me to be creative in different ways. That's where I love to get my inspiration the most. I love to go environments that keep me really relaxed, um, creatively charged up. I find ways to keep my mind in a place of creativity so that I can always keep my marketing, my branding fresh. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing. Because like I said in the beginning, imitation is not flattery. It really isn't. Because no one wants to be an imitator, right? You want to be someone that's original, creative, and stand in your own place in your own voice. And you can do just that. So I want to encourage you that if you feel like, man, I keep looking at everybody else and I just need to... You need to figure out how come I keep doing that. Like, what is it about my, my my brand that's not creating what I'm seeing in these other spots here? And look at that as fuel and walk through the three areas that I mentioned, okay? So thank you guys again for joining us for another episode of Behind Her Brand Podcast. And as I mentioned earlier, I am your host, Kimberly DeShill Spencer. And you can learn more about us at www behindherbrand.net and also stay tuned because we are going to be sharing some really incredible experts with you coming up in the next couple of weeks all right you guys have a wonderful day